0: I'm Rosandra Guidi, host of The Catch, a podcast from Foreign Policy and the Walton Family Foundation about the seafood we eat and the impact it can have on our world. This season, we'll hear how Norway is handling cod's changing migration patterns and what it says about fisheries and other parts of the world. Season three of The Catch is out now. The Supreme Court issued a code of ethics for the first time. A flesh-eating fungus is thriving in Western states, and a woman with two uteruses is pregnant in both of them. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Tuesday, November 14th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. One out of every 200 people in Gaza has been killed. That's our first story. More than 11,100 Palestinians have been killed in over a month of Israeli bombardment. That's according to Gaza's health ministry, which said it can no longer provide an official figure due to the fighting and loss of communications. And while there isn't a breakdown between fighters and civilians, most of the dead are women and children. The Post has an interactive story that puts into context who some of these people were. The deaths are mounting as fighting rages around the Palestinian territory's largest hospitals, which are shutting down services as they run out of fuel, water, and electricity. President Biden said yesterday that Gaza's hospitals must be protected. And it's my hope and expectation that uh, there will be uh, less intrusive action relative to the hospital. Uh, we're in contact and we're with, uh, with the Israelis. Also, there is an effort to... Uh, uh, take this pause to deal with the release of prisoners. And that's being negotiated as well with the are uh, engaged. And uh, so I remain somewhat hopeful, but the hospital must be protected. Donald Trump's co-defendants detailed efforts to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. That's story number two. Trump and the other 18 defendants in the Georgia case are accused of a wide-ranging conspiracy to steal the 2020 election. Four defendants were required to make statements under the terms of their plea deals, and the Post obtained recordings of those statements. Jenna Ellis, a former attorney for Trump, told Georgia prosecutors about a conversation she had with a top presidential aide in December of 2020. Ellis said that she told the aide that the ability to contest the election was over. And he said um, to me in a kind of excited tone, well, we don't care and we're not going to leave. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, the boss, meaning President Trump and everyone understood the boss. um, That's what we all called him. Um, He said, the boss is not going to leave under any circumstances. We are just going to stay in power. And I said to him, well, it doesn't quite work that way, you realize. And he said, we don't care. These previously undisclosed details from Trump's former allies could be used against other defendants in this criminal case, including the former president himself. Number three. For the first time, the Supreme Court issued an ethics code for its justices. The court is facing intense criticism after revelations that some justices accepted but did not report lavish trips and gifts from billionaire friends. The code is worded broadly. It refers to things like outside relationships and participation in cases that could benefit family members financially. But it doesn't address questions about trips and gifts— or how the court would enforce these standards if justices fall short. The U.S. is days away from a possible government shutdown. That's number four. The government will shut down early Saturday morning if Congress can't pass legislation to extend federal funding. That would mean hundreds of thousands of federal workers would be sent home or be made to work without pay. House Speaker Mike Johnson has put forward a short-term funding bill in an effort to avoid that. The House is expected to vote on it today. It would require two-thirds support from the House to pass. But hard-right Republicans are rebelling against the plan. And Johnson and other House Republicans will need help from Democrats to pass it. If it passes the House, the bill is expected to clear the Senate. At number five, inflation probably eased again last month. The government's latest data on inflation will be released later this morning. It's expected to show that prices rose roughly 3.3% in October over the year before. That would be slightly down from the annual rate in September and August. Looking at the big picture here, inflation looks much better than it did in 2022, when prices soared to 40-year highs. But prices for essentials like food, rents, and health care are still higher than before the pandemic. At number six, a flesh-eating fungus is thriving in Western states. It's called coccidioides, and it's the fungus that causes valley fever. The disease can be debilitating or even fatal, and the CDC says cases have quadrupled over the past two decades. The fungus thrives in dry soils, so human-driven climate change may be a factor in why it's spreading in states like Arizona and California. But experts say more and more of the U.S. could be affected in the decades to come. And at number seven... An Alabama woman born with two uteruses is pregnant in both. This is extremely rare. Only one in a million women become pregnant with two fetuses and separate uteruses, according to one expert. And 32-year-old Kelsey Hatcher is one of them. Hatcher's twin girls are due on Christmas Day. They're looking healthy, but it could be a complicated delivery. Since the twins are hanging out in different uteruses, Each one could start contracting and send Hatcher into labor at different times. This means the babies could arrive hours, days, or even weeks apart. But if that happens, Hatcher said she'll likely undergo a C-section for the straggler within a few days. And she's hoping to have them both home in time for the holidays. You're all caught up and thanks for listening, especially today, because this podcast launched exactly one year ago. It's been a great first year. So many of you have written in to let us know what you think, to tell us when you're listening and even who you're listening to the podcast with. So if you want to celebrate this show's first birthday, take a second to pat yourself on the back because we couldn't have done it without you. Then let's spread the word. Click the share button and share today's show with a friend. And then maybe tell them how you learned about fat bears and flesh-eating fungi. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow.